Girl, you know that new Nicki came out. Not everybody, everybody want to do a remix. Well, everybody. Meyer DC till I found out he only had one pair of jeans. Just, just hilarious. Yeah. Him and Jess was going back and forth. She came for, on, on, the, on the thing with her um, ponytail. Listen, she should not never did that. But anywho, welcome to another episode of. Two chicks talking shit. Listen, welcome, welcome, and welcome. So, without further review, it is time for TC. Bring it to us. Where do I start? So much to start with Orange Face and uh, Auntie that can't come, Auntie that brings. Oh, you mean skin folk, not kin folk, right? So, oh lord, this week, and I don't really give a fuck about these motherfuckers. I don't give a, I don't give a, I don't give a, I don't give a, I don't give a. So Amarosa has a book coming out called Unhinged. So this week, um, she was on her little media tour mm-hmm. for said book. Now, I knew she was going to be dropping some gems here and there because it's Amarosa. She good for something. That Let's just put it that way. She good for something. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to say she good for nothing because obviously I'm standing here, sitting here talking about her, but it's, she good for something. So she now... Is coming out talking about how Trump is such a racist, how he didn't care about black people. When he, she was working at the White House, she was upset about how she was treated when they were firing her. She got tapes on tapes on tapes. The bitch recorder ain't never off. Mm-hmm. How you just record everything? I actually have tapes of when Fee told me that it was Monday. I'm like, what the... You got a wire on you? What the fuck is Nigga, you got a, con- a tape recorder constantly going. So, so, the first 
tidbit she was saying was how she was treated during her firing in an interview with Savannah Guthrie of the Today Show. I watched. Did you watch that interview or any of it? Mad stressful. Like Savannah was like, okay, so you said one day after you were fired that President Trump was not a racist, but you're sitting here in front of me today and now you're saying, hold on, Savannah. Don't ask a question with another question. I mean, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. Let's basically that's all that was missing from the interview is oh, I'm okay. so like, she, she, she found herself. Oh God! She came from under some rock. Now she got some balls, and she, she ate some greens and cornbread. Now she know who she mm, is. Listen, she bought her a black girl's rock t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she she's trying to reclaim her time. No money waters is not gonna happen. Not gonna do money waters is not gonna happen. No Omarosa, we're not here for. Yeah, because we really don't care. For the black girls rock. Uh, award show. We're not here for. So I'm not here for her at all. So I don't care what she has to say. They put you in the situation room for hours. Whatever you said, Trump knew you was getting fired. He said he didn't. The he sounded pretty sincere in that phone call that I heard. Like he's like, oh man, I really didn't know. I'm so sorry. General Kelly was like, bitch. You are the weakest link. <laughs> Goodbye. She did it like a boy wrong on uh um uh, <laughs> You are fired. Right. right. So go. Trump got mad, got real, real mad after all this stuff started coming out. He went on Twitter as he normally does. It wouldn't be do. wouldn't be Trump if you didn't go on Twitter. Well, I'd rather he go on Twitter. On Twitter, then to interrupt my television broadcast. <laughs> exactly. Because he does have the right to interrupt our television broadcast whenever. He went on there and he was saying wacky Amarosa. We was all cool just a week ago. And you weren't saying all of this. You said nothing but great things about me until you got fired. And I heard you call her a dog. He did call her a dog. That, that is the only thing that I had a problem with him saying. Right. Like, Say, too far. say whatever you want because we ain't really here for her either. Don't, don't call her a dog because essentially what you just called her was a bitch. Right. You called her an angry black and bitch. Like, What's the best way for me to call her <laughs> no, no, he didn't. No, no, no he didn't. Her a bitch. I am interested um, to hear this one tape where she claims President Trump said the N word. During the filming of Apprentice, she said there's a tape of this and she released the tape to CBS this morning. Not not today, but like the show mm-hmm. CBS this morning that was between her and one of the people working on Trump's campaign trying to figure out how they could spin the tape and they needed to hear what context it was in. Yeah, but here's my thing. I don't care if he called the niggers and pointed them out. You're a nigger and you're a nigger. You're a nigger, 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 nigger. You still took your ass to work for him. To work for him after the apprentice. 
if that is what Savannah asked. So she's like, after if you knew all this, why did you take the job at the White House? It's very prestigious to work in the White House. You know, I was the only senior President Obama. She's like, I was the only senior member of. <laughs> of the staff. I'm gonna need Minister Pastor Amarosa to go back to First Baptist <laughs> and try to get back on the board there. Start start from there. Because you you didn't fuck that. Yeah, because now you want to sit up here and say, he didn't care about that soldier who got killed, and he was so rude to his wife, and this person he was rude to. What did you say, though? You didn't check him for none of that. So, bloop, next next story. (laughs) (laughs) We can end that right there. We're done. Um, I don't know. Do you want... Nikki first or insecure first? Nikki, that's gone because you know we're gonna talk about it. Nikki, boom, take a bow, bow. Okay. So we all know that Nikki dropped her album Queen last Friday. I listened to it. Okay, what do you think? Just for the sake of this show, the new. <laughs> I promise y'all, if it wants to two chicks talking shit, I will sit up and listen to old shit all the time. I don't have to hear this new shit. I don't have to hear it. Not all of it. I completely understand. So, I listen to it. And it was just okay. <laughs> I thought you was about to be like, yeah, it was about three, four songs. It was a bop. No. Make the sound again. <laughs> okay. I just, I, I, so first of all, I tried to go in there. I already know how I feel about me. Right. So I tried to take that out. Mm-hmm. But when I listened to the music, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I've never listened to a Nicki album in my life. Listen, I've never listened to an entire Nicki Minaj album ever. Yeah, I was, I was like, I think midway through, I was like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> like, so Barbie Dreams was probably the only song I found very entertaining. And the whole, yeah, is that the one she talked about everybody? That's the one she that, talked about yeah. everybody. Um, I also like. I think it's called Majesty. Mind you, these are all the songs at the beginning of the CD. Yeah, because towards the end, it gets weird. I'm just like... I, I, I was like, what's going on? Like, it didn't have a flow. No. Excuse me. Um, Anyone that's listening that may know Nikki, can you please, please um, tell her that her singing is not necessary. Like, she does not need to sing on the album. It wasn't Bother me because I I used to like I wish I'm glad that I moment in life whatever that song was uh huh yeah I I like that I wish that I could have this moment in life oh that's what it was I like that so I don't mind her singing I don't like all the voice changes mm-hmm. it it brought it gets on my mind that's because she's crazy and it sounds like it. she's and crazy I don't like. That when she raps, it sounds like she's rapping like this. 
the way she talks, because she talks through her teeth. <laughs> and so when she's rapping, that's how it sounds. And it irritates me after a while. <laughs> I wish y'all could see the face that he yeah. is making like, right now. Like, yeah. Okay. So as you can imagine, um, I have the same sentiments as you. I honestly have not gotten through the entire album because I skipped. Well, I've listened through the entire songs on the whole album because I've listened to everything. Just mm-hmm. I can't. I just can't get through every song. I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Next. Yeah. Okay. Next. Yeah. Okay. Next. That- and the song with Foxy Brown, I was like. This is what Foxy decided to come out of retirement I was, for. First of all, I was I love I used to love Foxy. So when I heard it, I was like, "Oh shit, Foxy in the building!" Right. And then I was like, "Okay, I understand she has a healing problem, but couldn't somebody at least tap on the glass or something to keep her on beat?" <laughs> like, I- <laughs> okay, all right, we're not getting anywhere here. We're just gonna stop. We're just gonna stop right now. <laughs> Like, I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, Dustin from the Friends Zone said it sounded like she phoned her, her lyrics. And he was like, she don't phone. It just sounded like, like, I just felt like she needed like a, somebody to be on, on her, like, tapping her or something to keep her on beat. Like, <laughs> okay. So, as you can imagine, when you release an album on a Friday the next week, you're doing press and you're going all over the place and you're just, you know, promote, promote, promote. So that's what Nikki's been doing. However, more talk has come out about her relationships and her pen, as in her P-E-N that you write on paper, than um, the album. The album. And I, I think it's because the, it is a better album, I'll say, than any other Nicki album I've tried to listen to before. I have nothing to gauge it from. No comparison for feet. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the interview that started the Twitter war on this week was a Funk Master Flex interview, right? Mm-hmm. So Funk, he always has people come in and talk and woo woo. Apparently, him and Nicki has some beef, which I guess now they cool. But who hasn't had beef with Nicki Minaj? It seems like everybody, right? If you are a rapper with a vagina, you've had beef with Nicki Minaj. If you don't have a vagina, you might have had some sort of beef but with more Nicki. More than likely. Yeah. So um, they are talking about her history throughout hip hop and how she got to where she is now. Mm-hmm. So apparently, people thought Nikki didn't write her own lyrics because at one point Safari said that he wrote her lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. So this girl gets on her phone. Uh uh-uh, uh, Flex, hold on. I, I'm going to call right now. No, I, he doesn't know I'm on the show. He doesn't know. You know, she's being so extra. She's going to call who? We were in a group. And I'm going to call whatever somebody, I forgot his name, to prove that she wrote her own songs and to validate Safari's role in the group. So she calls this dude. 
dude goes on to say he was the hot safari was the hype man and she wrote her own lyrics and so then she's like i've never accepted a word from nobody i never did i never took a line of a word or not of love like so animated i'm tired no <laughs> that little stupid laugh kept coming out it was go watch it on youtube it's oh, it's whatever so then, I'd rather watch what else happens. <laughs> <laughs> you nasty, <old. laughs> so then, at some point, it gets to Safari and her's relationship, and she claims that he didn't want to work. She said, when she after she had moved to Atlanta. She came back to New York to pick up some stuff, and he was like, can I come with you? Take me with you. So she did. Said he worked for one day, and then came home and said, I don't want to work no more. And so she told him, that's all right. I got $1,000 in my account. I'll just take care of everything or whatever. Mm -hmm. Say he was lazy. Told her that her music dreams were fantasy and all this other kind of stuff. But her whole vibe was hurt woman. Like she was mad. She said he bought prostitutes, stole her credit card, all, all kinds of shit. Now, this is like stuff that you wouldn't say about somebody you broke up with. I wouldn't think, oh, you wouldn't want to put the business out there. If I was in that position, I would hope that I would hope that if I was in that position, and I was promoting my album, if I was promoting the blog, if I was promoting the podcast, I'm not going to sit up and talk about some old dude. And if you want to try to get into that for your ratings, I'm going to cut you short. Like, now, nah, I'm not here for that. She did not stop Flex from asking these questions. She was so heated. And I could tell she... She probably still got some feelings for Safari because or or built up anger or she didn't help that stuff and she she gotta still she seemed like she one of them types that would get mad about something and say and stay mad about it mm -hmm. just you know just to have something to be mad about and the other person like you don't really hear I've yet to hear Safari go in and that's where I was going next. So the next day, Safari goes on Twitter to defend himself, essentially. And I, don't, I mean, and he was—he never said her name, never added her, right. nothing. Just addressed her as you. Mm -hmm. He's like he, he was supportive of her. He's never said anything bad. He's like he could have because you stated that you was messing around with Meek for years before we right. even got together. He said that. He was wondering how his nudes got out there on the internet and come to find out her and Meek got nudes and who's to say how his stuff got out there in the right. street. I don't believe he stole her credit cards. When you were in a relationship with somebody like that, I'm pretty sure you gave him a card. And told him to use it. Y'all was together. That's how that that's how that shit works. And wasn't he like her personal assistant or he was basically working for her. He yeah. ended up being her hype man when she was first coming out on tour. I, so listen. I just I just feel like I feel like first of all, like I said, I just feel like um I just feel like it's all a bunch of BS and that she should have used that platform 
to promote her album. Like exactly. My whole thing is everybody already look at you as being just nasty, mean, mm-hmm. messy, Nikki. So, and that's the reason why your career is at a standstill mm-hmm. right now. So you would think that you would take this opportunity. Nowadays, it's about it ain't even you don't gotta be fake, but at least give something that the people like. Yeah, because you know, her attitude is bad. She yeah. like putting all this man business out there. So she even said that he got him and Tiger. No, then she's bringing other people into it. Meek ain't saying nothing. Nobody else in the middle of this shit. And he's like, um, you and Tiger went to the same doctor to get hair implants. Right. Yeah, but, but yours she fell, she's like, yours fell out. Tigers didn't. God don't like ugly. Why are you bringing Tiger into it? Now this right. nigga like, God damn. Now they know I got hair club for men. Right. <laughs> Then Safari was like, I've saved you so many times. How about the time you stabbed me and we right. had to call the ambulance and I lied for you? And said I tried to kill myself. Honey. It's just too much. I just felt like she needs Safari to focus. needs to go in his Twitter corner. Mm-hmm. She needs to go on her Twitter corner mm-hmm. and they need to chill the fuck out. I think Safari's calmed down because he woke up this morning to a to a deal from whatever right, he hair, got a book deal, a book deal, deal hair, hair club. Deal. You like shit? Thank you. Good job, Safari. I will say this: he know how to take a bad thing and monetize. He showed us. Congratulations, Safari! You winning, right, Nikki? Um, good luck. Good luck. Bloop. Whoopity <laughs> <laughs> bloop. Oh, Whoopity Scoop doing better than her album. Man. And I was talking about our podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, pull it together. That's it. Anyway. I'm talking about our podcast episode. I'm talking about the damn song. No, we do it better than her. Anyway, um, so season three of Insecure came on Sunday, and it's the same old Issa to me, same old Issa to me. I mean, same old Issa, same old Molly. I want these hoes to grow up. Yeah. Where you want to start? Who you want to start with? I don't want them to grow up because it keeps me entertained. Oh, God. I would like to start with Molly and the <sighs> situation that she is just not ready for emotional. She don't even know how to handle and the she situation. Needs to stop. I think she tried to at the end. She's like, I'm going to need my keys back. When she said that, I was like, okay, little baby. You starting to get it, I'm little like, baby. Pick up. Okay, get your keys back. But then he checked her, and I was like, Mm-hmm. When she was like, "Whatever, I don't want to be a part of whatever mess you and your husband, you and your messy marriage, or whatever." Don't you talk about what me and my she wife said, got don't going you on? About what me and my wife got going on? Boops, <laughs> uh, sit down, ma'am. Uh, find, a, find a chair. Oops. Have a seat. Well, he to let you know. He knows where his priorities are. Absolutely. So I just feel like she needs to bow down gracefully and just say, "Hey, look, 
I don't want it because they was friends. They grew up as yeah, friends. Yeah, they should just should have just stay friends. I don't want to end our friendship. Yeah, we need to just stay friends. Yeah, and you know if that's what you do. I, I'm not judging you, but I'm just not cut out for that. I think she should have just said that when she gave him the ultimatum in bed that I just think we should be friends and not fuck no more. Right. Instead but of saying she still want to fuck. Well, you need to find some new dick. Yeah, she still want to fuck. Dick is not in short supply. And in Los Angeles. This can't be. So she done turned up. So she when she started doing her inventory, Vacation Bay was like, oh, I'm going to be in L.A. I'm going to come you see you. You know how we Skirt. get. You know how we get. We get into situations and we get faithful to that situation. <sighs> I don't know why we do it. I've done it. I done broke up with Negroes and still been like, oh, I don't think I should date yet. Oh. Should I take his number? You like chick? You you free? Do what you want to. Do what the fuck you want to do. So I mean, she just she got to get her man right. She need a whole new mindset. And uh, yeah, I'm just curious to see where this gonna go this season. I don't know, but if this is the beginning, the end gonna be all the way fucked up. Man, it's gonna be crazy. Cause he's a homeless ass. I'm I'm really not understanding. I don't understand. Even though she said it, like I, I came here because I wanted to be close to you and as close at to my the, job. At the end, she ain't really say that. Well, too. you know, Issa. Issa one thing that Issa it, like one thing that makes me want to shake Issa is the fact that she never be real with her fellas. She never don't be straight up. Never. Like, and she finds the awkwardest, weirdest ways to get around it. Like, when he tried to kiss her, she was like, nah, I'm not trying to do that. And then she's talking about, ooh, I'm tired. Is it getting dark? Is it daylight savings time? Like, Quit trying to drop hints, bitch. He ain't giving you no dick tonight. Well, he went, she she played it like she didn't want none. She, she wanted the dick. She wanted it, but I also feel like she's trying to protect her feelings, which I can respect. But she should have stayed at one of her female friends' house. That That's what she should have was done. Was her first mistake. She, I don't care if I have to just put my shit in storage and get a, a backpack and backpack over every different people house. Can we get a week. schedule, girls? Because on Monday through Wednesday, who right. has this going on? Who can I stay with on Tuesday nights? Anyone? Okay, anybody? Anybody? Weekend? <laughs> I know your guy come over every weekend. What about you? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stay with my single friend and ain't got a man on the weekends. Uh, yeah, we could kick it and have popcorn and movies. Right, but together. Monday through Friday, I'm a carpool with you, bitch. Right, like right. come on, she could have, she could have figured this that way, but she, she uh, thought some shit was gonna change until he brought that first bra home, and she was like, and was giving her that long stroke. Because at first, I was like, okay, so who, who getting it? Mm-hmm. It wasn't Issa. It was not Issa. It wasn't Molly. Not at all. Damn, Daniel. Uh, 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 uh. And I just felt like, <laughs> like I get it. This Daniel house, this is shit. If you want to fuck loud and let him do it, let him do it. But my God, like you know the girl. He it's didn't. All, like I would feel if we were somewhere, <laughs> and we could be in separate rooms. Like, I'm silly, though. Like, I know that you will probably be like, all right, 
they outside. So let's try to let's keep it down. Just let's try to keep this cool. But if I hear a creak, a creak I'm gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If I hear, I'm gonna think about it. and I might go. <laughs> Listen, let's look. I've done worse. I've peeked in. Damn, nigga. I yeah, but. Uh, in that situation, like, man, bro, you could have told her, like, all right. Nah, he Roll did that, that on purpose. Out. He ain't care. Give her a pillow. Let her bite that shit. Ooh, 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 yeah, that part, I was like, yeah. So, it was good. I like the little show in the show with the 90s thing. Yes, they they revamped Kevin. Ron and, and uh, old girl from uh, Living Single. Mm-hmm. Well, she was my favorite character on Living yeah. Single. And I don't know who the little light skinned dude is. The dude from Ron from Different World. Oh, yeah, that is Ron. Yeah, what's his name? Daryl Hall or something. Whatever, his name is Ron. Yeah, Ron. Um, Bill Bellamy. And Bill Bellamy. So, yeah, I'm, this, this season I'm glad it's lit. a funny show because before that other show that the, they the, Was it a slave? It was like a slave show. I was like, come what's on, the, everybody ain't watching no damn slave show. Right. So, yeah, this one's going to be interesting. And um, the music is always. I tweeted the other day. I am just waiting for the playlist to drop because I have the one from season two on my Apple playlist. I think after I think season one, I played that bad boy till they was like, "Okay, ma'am, we're done." <laughs> yeah, season like, two, I all played all of it, all of it from like, beginning to end. But and I knew every song. I was like, "Ooh, did I like this song? Oh, I like this." Man, oh, like all of them. It's just be all of it. So, yeah. It's I'm gonna excited. Be, it's going to be a good season. All right. That's T. We'll be right back. Y'all like our new sound for Girl Talk? We, we told y'all we was going to come with something, 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 something. We trying, 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 trying. All right, Fee, tell me what you got. Okay, so do you watch the show Love Is On Own? Uh-uh, but I've read some tweets today about it, so. Yeah, I had. So this past episode, I was really convic- conflicted about it because, um, yes, sir, I think that's how you say his name, which is the male. Mm-hmm. He kind of was like on a... It felt like he was on a, a ego trip, hmm. almost. Like, he got a lot of stuff going on. Like, he moves to L.A., he wants to be a writer, and he's, like, struggling, but he's dating Yuri. Okay. Mary, and she's writing, working for a show, and she's kind of doing, she got a um, house. She's, you know, she's kind of successful. She got stuff going on. Here it is. He's sleeping on his ex-girlfriend couch. Barely got a job, got a baby mom. Like he just got stuck. Oh, it sounds like the male Issa minus the baby. Right. He just got stuck. So they dated and they grooving. But this episode, I felt like he he had to. He was trying to push his masculinity. Okay. On her, like that whole you gonna respect me. You got to respect me. The first thing was she left 
to work, go to the office to get some work done mm-hmm. because they couldn't get no work done. Okay. Together, because you know, new couple, they just like all day. So she went to the office and he told her, "When you get there, this this based on the nineties. Page me. Okay. Call me. Let mm-hmm. me know you made it. Be me now one. Right. Come. And she got the work. It slipped her mind. Okay. She didn't. She worked. She came home. He was mad. She working on her first like writ write credit for the show, so she got that. So then the night of the show, she told him to come. And she even was like, "Why don't you bring a script? I'll slide it to my boss. Maybe we can see what we can do." Hmm. He didn't want to do it, but she was like, "Come on, come on." It was a mix up with the spelling of his name, so he had a hard time getting in for the show. Okay, and they end up falling out. She ended up miss, missing her moment to go out. You know, they call her name for the writing credit. She ended up missing that. She was out arguing with him. And I just felt like, is dude tripping? Or is she not? Is she being too absent-minded? She not really paying attention to a man. And I got conflicted because... Being in relationships, it happens. Mm-hmm. And so it was just interesting. Like, do you ever feel like, 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 is he tripping or am I slipping? A lot of times, yes. Yeah. Because I'm going to say my D is a man's man. Like, mine is too. They got in their mind what a man's job is and what a woman's job is. And it really ain't no gray area no, in between. No, never a gray area. It's black and white with with them. In my mind, in my point of view, I feel like they really know what. Right. Like Dio tell me, "Oh, you used to do this, but you don't do it no more." Well, we changed a whole lot since then. Right. So, I guess, well, it just be like little stuff like that. Like, okay, uh, like he can be like. You know, common when you get there. You might get there and it might slip your mind. Here's a good example. I don't trip at all. Right. But, you know, when we record, like you tell me when I leave, text me when you get home. Right. He used to say, hit me when you on your way home. Okay. Right. So he know that I'm en route. en route. It's he nighttime. He could be looking out. And now I'll be like, on my way home. Yeah. I'm nothing. I get in, I get in the house and it's. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like I was just watching it and it was like like I could get from both sides. He mm-hmm. was like he was mad. He was like I told you to let me know you made it. I'm just. He was like he was like why can't you understand? You got a man. Yeah. You care about your safety and I'm like yeah I get it. But she's like I'm here now though. Right. So why are we still arguing about it? Because you don't understand. Right, and he was that's and the guy said I had two friends that was raped and one was murdered. Oh shit. Like why you gotta go to like rape and, and murder every time this rape and murder? And the funny part was like after they had the argument, she behind the wall and she gave him a finger like <laughs> and I was like yeah. yeah. But I just I don't know. I don't know if that's a, a just a thing in relationships where the way a man think and the way a woman think. I think it also has to do with a, with situations. Yeah. So um, you said, dude, not working. 
Right. So do not work in. He don't bring in well, two. He, I take that back. He was working at a bookstore, but this episode, he just found out that his hours been cut from 30 hours to 15 hours. Yeah, niggas can't live off 15 hours. Yeah. Barely can live off 30. Right. So you can imagine, like, a man's mindset is, I have to take care of my family, my, right. you yeah. know, mine. I, I got to take care. I'm the, I'm the yeah. provider. So he can't provide. All he can do is protect, protect, and be quote unquote the man. And when you take little pieces of that away, whether it's I didn't text you because I was on my way to work, or I didn't text you when I when I got there, that affects their mentality. Yeah. Like, damn, I can't even provide, and now I'm not even man enough to like make sure my she girl gets to work. I'm man enough to come, like. And he was—he really felt slated when the whole thing went down at the studio at her job. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like... But shit happens, though. Right. Niggas came tight. I had, so and I was, that's what she said. She was like, I gave him your name. They spelled it wrong. Nigga can't read a clip. <laughs> she was like, that's not a slate on me. Like, I didn't try to disrespect you in some kind of way. Like, I, why would I... And, and and that's me. Like for me, I I always get in trouble, or I'm always like, "Well, we be on the shit list." Shit, right? I be on the shit list because I have a like. I don't like to complicate things, and I like to keep things simplified. Yeah. And sometimes I can I can undersimplify something to the point where it's almost like now I'm being dismissive. I get that. All the time. So now you're just gonna dismiss my feelings, and it's like, no, that's no, not what I'm saying. I'm not but dismissing your feelings, but I just don't see the point of this being an argument. This don't right. have to be a thing, right? Shit happens, right? And I, I can speak from experience that whole production shit because who take production assistants and names and my name was Tia Forte on a wristband one time and I was doing a national award show Uh and your wristband was supposed to have your name on it blah 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 you had credentials but they also verified with your name tag and um, my name tag didn't match my credential and they were like what's going on I said I don't know Right. I know what my name is. You right. know what my name is. It's right here on this piece yeah. of paper. They 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 spelled it wrong. So like shit yeah. fucking happens. Girl, and it got to the point where she couldn't. He was like, this kid was like, I can't let you back in now. You see that light on? We both gonna get fired. He was like, come on, man. You know what this is. Like, yeah. So it was just, I was just like, all of it, I felt like he was when you get in those situations like that, it's like what his perception of it is or his interpretation of it is and what your interpretation could be so different. And I think that's where the conflict comes in. Because mm-hmm. she like is... We saying the same. She like, I, I wanted you to be here to support me. Why are you, not, you, you know... You make it a big deal out of this. You make it a big deal on my job, on my big day. That's another, that's a, that's a big problem I heard when you were going through this whole story that she missed her opportunity yeah. because she decided to focus on something else. He, he ended up, because she was, he was having so many security issues, I think they ended up calling her and she came outside mm-hmm. 
But then I got the iron skit. It was like, I, don't, I ain't got nothing to do with that. First of all, don't be bringing extra drama to the gig. Man, no. Let me, let's go in here. Let me get my credit. Right. Let's figure out if I can hook you up with this script situation. And then if you really have a real problem, let's talk about it when we get home. Right. Because this is not the time or the place. At all. And we're not going to do this at my job. Yeah. And my whole thing is. That's disrespectful in itself. And I will also probably get upset because I would probably be like, what would I have gained to have you come up here and not have your name on the list? Right. You sh- and, and, and I'm trying to help you. And then I would get mad because I'm like, you should know me better than that. Right. You think I don't know how to spell your name, bro? Not even how that, long right? we been fucking around? I'm that damn petty. Like, I'm, I'm going to have this come up here and not have this stuff on the, on the list so I could be somewhere laughing at them and then come home and fuck you. Like, no. Nah, that's, that's just stupid. It's just stupid. So, yeah, I just thought it, I was so conflicted watching it. It got real deep after that, but I'm just so conflicted watching it. And I was like, am I, like, I looked at it and I can see, like, my relationships and just people relationships. And I was like, is this really a thing? It's a thing, but I think it's more so situational. I don't think, like, on a day-to-day, our guys are like that. I think, like, like, like I said, like, He's the dude is out of work. Yeah. When you're not working, or even if work is stressing you out, or whatever the case is, sometimes your mentality isn't the same. Yeah. You already like on you on nine, and if my sock in the middle of the floor, that might take you to ten real quick. Or if you know I, your name is spelled wrong and you can't get in somewhere, that take you to a hundred, and you just and you off. Just, and you just your mind and and the. The man is the devil's playground. It sure is. So you are already in a, a, a sticky situation. So now all this stuff is coming up, and the devil just like, yeah, man, she don't respect you. Oh no, she's trying to make a fool out of you. Ooh, she don't care about how you feel, and you start believing. All the time you like mother, and you start acting on it. And you yeah, like, and now you on the other end like, what the fuck was you talking about? When I was working, she ain't do this shit, man. This is crazy. Right. She like, must be texting some other nigga that she got to work okay. Why? <laughs> like, yeah, you like, what? So, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. If y'all not watching Love Beards, y'all should because it it really just makes you, like, this ain't no fairy tale. Okay. This is a real true love story. And they was, they, oh, and the people, Twitter was not happy with him. They were not because I did see a lot. I, one of my friends, she don't really tweet that much. She watched this show and she had a whole lot to yeah, say. And I was like, Lord, of have like, mercy. Like, I think a lot of forget like they did eventually get married. They're like, girl, fuck that nigga. Drop that nigga. He he doing too much. He too. Da, 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 da. He, this is that mass, black, over black masculinity. And they trying to normalize. And it's like, oh, oh boy. God. Right. <laughs> Woosa. So. Next topic. Okay, so we just finished talking about Nikki, Minaj, and Safari, and it brought up, like, a question in my mind of, is it okay to air your ex's dirty laundry after a breakup? And so that's essentially what Nikki did that caused all of this. She just started... Aaron Aaron everything out, you know, because how whatever the case is, she might have been in her feelings. 
Um, she might have been mad. She uh, still love him. Whatever the case is, she just was dropping information that nobody needed to, needed to know. Like it was one point in the interview that Funkmaster Flex was like, "I'm sorry, Safari." Like he kept saying "sorry, Safari" because uh-huh. she was just dropping all that shit. Yeah, and it's it was unnecessary. So, question is. Is it okay to air out dirty laundry? No. I feel like it is not because it's still a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. You start, you you telling how he did this and he did that and we was together, he did this, but you was with him. Right. You stayed with him through all that shit. None of that shit that you're talking about that you airing is probably it probably led to the breakup, but it probably wasn't the reason for the breakup. Right. So for me, when you're in relationships, either together, broken up or not, when you get to talking about your mate, it's still a reflection of you. It absolutely is. Now, I'm with you. Like, I'm with you. I feel like whatever y'all had going on at whatever point in time, that's y'all business. Now, I'm not going to say that I haven't talked to a current situation about yeah. an ex or whatever, but uh, as I, when someone tells me that, oh my ex, my girl, my ex girlfriend, she did X Y Z, to me, I take it more so as a, a learning opportunity to say, oh shit, he really don't like X Y Z. So like example, D told me, and this is a petty example, but it's funny to me. Right. When this was early on. In the car, riding around, dude was like, we was talking about food, and he was like, man, Joe, I hate white rice. I said, what? He was like, I fucking hate white rice, man. My ex got on my nerves, like, because she was always cooking me white rice. She knew I hated white rice, and every day I come home for dinner, and it's white rice on the table with whatever. Made me so mad. I ain't eating that shit. Like he was, girl, in yeah, on the white D, rice. My D had that moment. He had those moments too, where he was talking about how his ex would pick him up from the train, and he would tell her, "When you drive over the track, slow down." He's and he, <laughs> and every time he tell the story, the same level. <laughs> a frustration <laughs> is always the same. Right. I told her when you get to this track, slow down. And I would get off the train and I will look. He make the same sounds and everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she just, over the track. Till one day the rim broke. Like he does this. Every time you tell the story. Listen, I've heard the white rice story so many times. So like this is early on. I hadn't he hadn't even like come over for dinner or nothing like that. I was like, bro, damn, I ain't never cooking white rice. I'm definitely gonna stock the cabinets with brown rice for this nigga. I was just like, well, you ain't gotta worry about that because I don't like driving other people's cars. So there we go. But so like those things, it may it's not necessarily air and dirty laundry, but it's something that perturbed them about the ex that you could learn from. But But, it's to the point where they like, oh, she was just terrible and she was this and yeah. she did that and she was just that I kinda I, I kinda I don't want to hear that and nope. I kinda sad at you. 
I start side eyeing you because it's like, well. Why why you feel that comfortable to tell me all this? It's about why you feel that comfortable to tell me that. It's more so like, so you still mad? Right. You ain't over that? You ain't over that? You still big mad, bro? Right. Like, you just dogging her. Not only am I thinking like, well, you, you know what I'm saying? You must still be mad. But at the same time, I'm also thinking like, well, she couldn't have been that bad. Right, because you, you stay with, with her. Like, how long was y'all been <laughs> Exactly. That, that's when new questions come up. Like, huh, when y'all break up again? How long was y'all together? Did y'all get back together? Hmm. Did y'all try to work it out? Hmm. Interesting. Despite all, all that? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like, I ain't, I ain't really for it. I don't want to be no part of it. I think you should just move. Like, I, I know it's easy to say just move on and get over it. But at the same time, you can't hold on to such hatred and like her aggression through the whole interview was crazy. Like, and then yeah. she was pick up her phone and be like, ah, you know, her little dumb laugh or whatever. Well, my whole thing is you didn't have a whole, we didn't watch you. Cause like I've seen people talk about like, well, how it's okay for Safari to say his piece, but when she said his, when she say her piece, now people looking at her. Well, we just seen Safari like mess around and have look. Yeah, do this. Yeah, but Nikki had been a full whole blown relationships. So you didn't you carrying all this stuff baggage and all your relationships. I hope she'd edit it out and we'll never have to hear it again. I hope so, but I don't think so. I honestly uh, feel like it's something deep down inside her that yeah, she but it ain't a good hasn't look. gotten past. Because regardless of how bad you may have said this man treated you, the place that it's coming from, people still gonna side at you. Like, right. Yeah. This ain't cool. Yeah, I mean, I started. Well, I'm not a huge Nikki fan anyway. It but don't say much for me to side at her. But. I feel like she has a problem when the past two high-profile relationships she's been in, they said she was abusive. Yeah. Safari said you almost killed him. He had to say that he tried to commit suicide so you wouldn't go to jail. And Meek said he broke up with you because you was abusive. So And, you know... Work on that, sis. You know, she she has to have some flaws because even when Meek was in that situation, he said that she kind of threw him under the bus like, yeah, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah. So I feel like, ma'am, instead of putting someone's business out there in the streets, take, you, you take care about, of yourself. If you talk about your own business, you can't talk about nobody else's business. Huh? All right. We'll be right back. All right. It's time for Ain't That Some Shit. Well, let's see. I have nigga shit, white people shit, political shit, and yeah. Yeah. And man, that's some fucked up shit. Let's say that one for last. Okay. Okay, so let's start with the political shit. So... What is her name? The spokesperson. Oh, Sarah Huckabee, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, yeah, our press secretary. Tangled 
So, um, <laughs> I just be getting stuck, don't it? She'll be that's looking. She's standing up there telling all the lies, and one of the eyes is like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't. So, she uh, stood up and said that during Trump's administration, that they have, um, I guess, they have created 700,000 new jobs in just the two years for African Americans. That Trump has been in office compared to um, the 195,000 jobs that President Obama has um, created during Uh his time. Okay. So, So, So you're saying in eight years, President Barack Obama only created just under 200,000 jobs for African Americans. But in two years, let's yeah. just say two years that mm-hmm. he's not been in office because he hasn't been in office two years. Um, he's created almost 800,000 jobs. Right. So, yeah. and all, honestly, what actually happened, the truth is, during uh, President Obama's tenure, it was 3 million jobs created for black workers. Um, and those numbers that they had for President Trump was incorrect. She went back to apologize. Of course she did. But she, you know, she apologized with a uh, not apologized with an excuse saying that um, her tweet said, correction from today's briefing, job numbers for President Trump and President Obama were correct, but the time frame for President Obama wasn't. I'm sorry for the mistake, but no apologies for the 700,000 jobs for African-Americans created under President Trump. So here's my thing. So what people fail to realize is what you see the first two, two and a half years is usually the re- residual of, the, of pre- the previous president, which explains if you go back from Clinton to the right. Bush to and, and that's what President article, Obama said uh, was in office. That's why the um, we tanked when right. President Obama was in office, and he had to do so much to bring us out because uh, little W had right. fucked it up. Because they and that's what this article was saying. It's saying that uh, during President Obama's administration, unemployment for Black workers fell from sixteen point eight percent in March of two thousand and ten. To seven point eight percent in January of two thousand and seventeen. Right, and since then it has reached a record low of five point nine percent since May. That's because the economy is doing much better because now, of things that right. President Obama However, did. However, we are still double the amount of unemployed Duh. versus whites, who are only at three point four percent. So yeah, I got this from CBS News, but I was just like, I thought it was interesting. Like y'all just gonna try to do whatever y'all can to try to make it seem like y'all doing such a better job than President Obama. No, nigga. No, it's not gonna happen, and we don't like it. Agreed. Okay, so <laughs> we got nigga shit. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, white people shit. So I don't know. 
So I don't know if this school is a white school. Okay. I didn't get all the information. It's but cool. You can only do so much journalism in the Right. Time. This is from The Roots. Um, a boy was sent home from his first day of school because he has dreadlocks. The dress code says that young men, young boys are to have clean cut hairstyles. Um, it says what happened was... They arrived for the first day of school at Books Christian Academy in Apoca, Florida. Upon seeing Clinton Jr.'s head full of dreadlocks, administration officials did the Christian thing and told the Stanleys, because it's a Christian school, that the six-year-old would not be able to attend due to the unseen rule in the school's handbook that states that all boys' hair must be cut above the ear. Wow. So I think that um, the father, it says that it's a video and it says that the father shows that even his request to bring his son's hair down was met with a denial. So he tried to come up with some type of way that, you mm -hmm. know, the haircut could still work for the no, boy doing school. So, because this is a private academy, they do have the right to say no. Right. To a hairstyle, but um, Sean King tweeted and said, "This is absolutely inferior." You be on it. This Let me, is absolutely, yeah, I'm gonna say something about him in a minute. Go ahead. This is absolutely infuriated. The sharp young black boy, cleanest ever, gets kicked out of school because he has dreads. His father rightfully struggles to maintain his emotions at the disappointment of it all. Like, I mean, this is 2018, and you have to. People need to be more sensitive to cultural hairstyles. Exactly where I was going because dreadlocks don't always mean the negative. Yes, exactly. you have a lot of these like gangster rappers. Like a, I'll use Chief Keep for an example. Yeah. So he has these nasty looking dreadlocks. So a lot of people associate negative behavior yeah, to people who look like him. However. There are historical and cultural. It's a cultural, it's a spiritual um, thing behind dreadlocks. Exactly. And so to tell someone that, I just feel like, you know, to just say that in order for your hair to be acceptable, it has to look this way is kind of um, discriminatory. It is. It. So it is. Hopefully they resolve it. If not, it's a private school. Get your coins. Send that boy to a school where he can they get don't his care. education and they ain't tripping off. I think sometimes these schools, they were they focus too much on the same on, on, on the wrong thing. You you gonna kick this boy out of school because his hair don't look how you right. want it to look. No. Nah. He hit alarm. I'm not I don't need you to be my uh, personal stylist. And um, on a side note, I don't know what the fuck Sean King be doing, and I'm not gonna say too much because I dude, <laughs> dude is cool. I I don't want to be on his bad side. Like every time some shit go down, because he be on every injustice that ever happens. Like All I saw, of it. I saw a video on Twitter today where it was a horse trailer, and it looked like it was a black man in the back locked in with the horse, and then. 
it was connected to a pickup truck. And he was like, what is this? This makes no sense. Nah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Here's what's crazy. I know Sean King kind of indirectly. Okay? okay. So years ago, I worked at a church. Okay. And I did sound for this church, pretty prestigious. You know, people would come in from all over. Uh-huh. Sean King came as a guest pastor. Okay. To the church. And so cool, really cool dude. Sat in the back with him. He he ha right. ha. Ooh, shabam. I'm gonna follow you on Twitter. I'm gonna follow you on Twitter. You go cool so he was selling a camera one time. I was like, Sean, I need that camera. Da 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 da. Woo woo woo. Whole dialogue, whole dialogue, whole dialogue. I don't know when Sean King went from preaching to being the spokesperson for every black person in America, but you know what? He is doing it. I need he be on it. That's all I gotta say. Okay, go ahead. So next we have We on nigga shit now. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause you said you want to say the uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> I need the nigga shit because that's gonna be good. But then I ain't gonna have nothing to say after you go say, man, that's some fucked up shit. So I got this from the roots. Okay, all right, root. Somebody jacked a freight truck and stole a hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen noodles. Nigga, they eating for life. You hear me, like whole neighbor, had, whole so- neighborhood, Liddy. Get the cheese, get the hot sauce. So this happened in Georgia. They were having like these little crimes. A motorcycle was stolen. Car got broken into. And then they stole a 53-foot trailer that was full with ramen noodles. And I, yeah, that's all I. Them niggas and the hood go be eating. I need to know what flavors they got. Hopefully, they got all of them because if you haven't noticed in the store, it's a lot more flavors of ramen now than it used to be. Ramen is litty. You can add all the stuff you want to to it. Go ahead. So, yeah, somebody. They could be selling them for 25 cents a pack. It ain't even going to be a dollar. 25 cents a pack. They want to sell because, well, nah, because how much is a ramen noodle? A dollar in a store. A pack is a dollar, I think. Depending on the store you go to, you could get two, four dollars. Some I think stores, like two, four, three, three, four dollars. Yeah. Even still, <laughs> you ain't making no money though. Off no ramen, but third party. From a hundred thousand dollars, you gonna at least come up with thirty thousand. At least, at least make thirty thousand off that. Maybe it's Maybe. it is ramen noodles. <laughs> I mean, it's ramen noodles. I mean, if you can get away with selling them for a dollar or two for a dollar, that's 50000 I'm ramen noodles, though. Nigga. I just need some oriental. Um, They got this new chili lime one. And then they also have a chicken tortilla one that kind of tastes like that's a taco. Not, all that just made my stomach say. Fuck Woo-hoo. you. Um, They good. I'm still good with an old-fashioned shrimp or beef. So anyway, now I'll do a good old beef with some hot sauce Tuh. all day long. Bless my soul. <laughs> okay, go all ahead. right. Go ahead with your man. This is fucked up shit. This I read this and I said, so a man was awarded two hundred and eighty nine million dollars. Okay, because this is from CBS and News. 
Um, he said that the cancer was leaked to um, a weed killer product. Okay. But. So he, he got a payoff from the weed company, the weed right. killer company, because he had cancer? Yeah. Okay. So he got a payout of $289 million. Okay. But unfortunately, because of the new tax system that they have now, yeah, he might end up with less than $20 million. Damn. After they tax him. So they go take $260 million from him? Because the way that the new, if I can, and it's, it's crazy, if I can explain it. Probably can't. It's a fucking um, tax law. You are, it's a tax law. And let me see if I can find it. So in starting this year in 2018, the law, the but let me see, but starting into none of these. So the way the best way I can explain is this: if you file a lawsuit mm-hmm. before your um, attorney fees and all those was a deductible. Oh, okay. Now is not. Oh, so on top of paying. So you get taxed off of your initial thing. Settlement? Your initial settlement. Okay. So you get taxed off that. And then after that, the attorney fees and all that. Okay. And then not to mention like your state taxes and all that. So by the time the government, the attorneys, the state take your money, you left. With nothing. Mm-mm. But here's the front, the fucked up part. On the reverse side, when a company is sued, the the attorneys and all that stuff, yeah. all that stuff, all of it is a deductible. Oh man. Yeah. They about to change class action lawsuits. We we thought we was doing something getting $27.13. Now we only go get about $3.17. And they going to get a tax deductible for $3. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I said, this man. He's still winning, but at the same and time. They were saying in the article that the company still, you know, because you know when you had those, the company can appeal it. Right. So if the company appeal it, he might get less than that and might get less than that. AKA he might end up with nothing. nothing. Damn. How you start with almost 300 million and that's crazy. I can't even imagine. And even though like it's 1 million is still a whole lot more than what I got in my bank account right now. But if you tell me, mm-hmm. The settlement is $289 million. Then you go and you talk to the accountant and they like, well, your attorney fees, minus the benefits and taxes and state taxes. And you know, please don't have like no outstanding nothing else. Ooh, Take that thing out. thing is just going. So your check, you should be looking forward to getting a check of about $10.5 million. What? What? Where'd all my money go? 
So you have to pay your attorney fees and then their fees and then they have the traveling fees and your docking fees. Man, docking fees. I didn't know both. You know, the court system, they pay for everything. They like, you know, your docking fee and your paper fee and the ink fee and the stamp fee. Then a file fee. Girl, bye. Bye. The gavel fee. Right. The sheriff fee. The we had to turn the lights on fee. Um... The courtroom had to be open, so there's another right. fee for that. Yeah, so you wanted to sit in here in that chair. That's a fee. That's a fee. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, that's crazy. Yeah, I I looked at that. I said I would be. At, I didn't have no words. I said from 289. Million. I mean, he still could do some things with it, and hopefully, he could invest yeah. enough to get back up to that. But at the same time, at the same time, that's fucked up, man. Like, I'd be like, what more do you want from me? Shut up, Tyree. <laughs>
and you know donated or just give it to the teacher to have in a classroom yeah. for a student who may not have exactly. Um, but <clears throat> when you go back to school, play nice, work hard, and stay kind. Oh, that's so cute! Yeah, look at you. So that was another episode of um, Two Chicks Talking Shit. Listen. New shit, okay? We got some new shit. Yes. All right. So we are we have downloaded the app Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, just like the anchor on a boat. And we're telling you to download the app. Want to know why? You can listen to us on Anchor. You can send us messages. If you have questions for Girl Talk, you can just go straight in and be like, hey, girls, blah, 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 woo-wop, shabam, holla back. So... Go out there, download Anchor, let, check out the um, episodes, leave us some messages. But as always, we're still on Facebook, we're still on Twitter, we're still Instagram. on Instagram. You can find us at Two Chicks Talking Shit on all those platforms, as well as our email, Two Chicks Talking Shit at gmail.com. That's it. All right. See y'all next week. <laughs>